Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Thursday, June 22nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're going to jump right in with the news about Wonder Woman. Uh, Continues to crush it at the box office. I could say that pretty much every day. Um, But the movie end credits were released. There's a pretty cool article on art of the title basically how they were made by Greenhouse GFX, and you can watch them and stuff, rewatch them, and you can see some images and stuff, but really cool end credits, and if you want to check them out, you probably already did from the movie, but you can watch them and rewatch them again in high quality on Vimeo through the link. Yeah, not a whole lot to add. It was really cool to see in theaters, and it's cool to see it again. A lot of cool visual effects going on there. Yeah, and they talk about the process of how, you know, Patty Jenkins talks a little bit about how it came to be and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. One, once again, one of those things that I, I don't think I'm creative enough to come up with something like that. Uh, moving on to Batman. Matt Reeves talked a little bit about it with CNET. Um, Very little. Yeah. Um, basically, the whole article can be boiled down to one quote from him. It says, for me, point of view is really important. I want to make sure you are experiencing something from the perspective of the main character in the story. I'm a huge Hitchcock fan. I like the idea of being immersed in that perspective. And so a lot of people are like, oh, well, this Batman movie is going to look just like a Hitchcock film. No. Maybe, maybe a lot of people are. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I saw some headlines like that. Like it's going to be a Hitchcock influence. But it really just says in terms of perspective. So breaking news here, the Batman movie is going to be from Batman's perspective. Oh, boy. Which I, yeah. I guess I guess that is big news because a lot of his movies have been more from the villain's perspective, if you think about it. Um, well, there you go. So I guess it is news. Uh, no, that is cool. Though. He, you know, Hitchcock was really good, really creative with uh, especially his camera setups and different ways that he filmed different scenes and especially to put you in the point of view, like he said, of the antagonist, protagonist, whichever person you want to be the point of view of. Um, so yeah, if he takes some influence from that, great. Cause Hitchcock made really good movies. Cool. Yeah. He, he's just saying nothing. Right. <laughs> and it's turning into articles, but, um, and we're covering it. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for Matt Reeves, uh, to see what he does with the Batman, but there's not much else to add to that. On to TV news, executive producer Salim Akil did an interview with the International Business Times talking about Black Lightning. A lot of cool stuff in there about uh, about the show and, and what they're planning to do with it and what they're how they're developing it. Uh, Akil said, it's a character-driven show. I don't know if there's going to be a fight every week. There's certainly not going to be a villain of the week. I don't want to do that. We really want to explore the characters, even the villains. I think one of the most interesting characters right now from a storytelling standpoint is Tobias because we're not having him sort of twist his mustache his hatred for himself and for others comes from a real place so we want to know why he's like that yeah that's uh, that's really exciting to hear um i you know as much as as much as i love some of the freak of the week shows especially you know all the shows move away from that from the beginning most of them start out as freak of the week and then they get some longer arcing story arcs um it's exciting to see that they're going to try to do that from the beginning with this show and really focus on the characters and there's definitely some interesting stuff like we've said numerous times before the fact that it's a superhero family i think is going to create a lot of interesting uh stories that they could tell that maybe you can't tell in some of these other shows yeah and he wants to avoid a a villain of the week thing we'll see if he's allowed to do that because (laughs) you know it's really tricky because you want to have some sort of conflict each week 
uh, and some action each week, but then you just have to throw in random one-off villains and bad guys that you aren't developed and you don't care about and you forget about. Um, but I really like everything he's saying and everything he's approaching. I'm assuming that he's talking about Tobias as in Tobias Whale, which makes sense as a, as the villain in the season one, Big Bad, I would assume, because he is heavily involved with the 300, which we know, or with the 100, no, <laughs> the 300 movie. Uh, he's heavily involved with the 100, which is, we've already seen referenced in the, the trailer. So um, that's pretty cool. He, he also said he was open to having static on the show eventually. Um, if they, I, th- I think a lot of people want that. Some people don't, but. Um, and he also said, you know, Jefferson Pierce is going to be unique because it's really a community and, and family, sort of a smaller personal family community school working with that and protecting that as opposed to the bigger, you know, cities being destroyed or multiverse ending type stuff that you see. Um, and on crossovers, you know, they said they wanted to make it on their own world. He said, the storytelling is a little bit more political. It's topical and it's a little grittier. It doesn't mean that down the road there won't be visits. So, yeah, uh, I think, and we've said before, if it's successful, I think eventually there's going to be some sort of crossover. Yeah, with, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely the main, going to be the main driving force behind if there's a crossover or not is how successful the show ends up being. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, even if it just makes it to a second season, there's probably going to be something yeah, uh, involved there. Yeah, but I'm getting more and more excited for this show. It sounds it sounded like a really interesting concept when it was first details first came out and everything that's come out since then has just piqued my interest a little bit more. And so um, if he can fulfill that vision of being a really character driven show and keeping it kind of smaller stories and really focusing on the community that he's protecting and everything, that would be great. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, he's saying all the right things for what I personally would want in a Black Lightning show. So it sounds great to me. Uh, but try not to get too excited, Zach. We've still got, I don't know, at least seven months until we're going to see this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Next up, uh, AMC released a preacher how the saint of killers became a killing machine video. Um, this is before season two comes out, obviously, because it hasn't come out yet. Uh, they released it on Twitter. And it basically shows all of the season one backstory on the Saint of Killers. And it's 32 minutes in length. So it's almost an episode long, you know, if you cut out the commercials and everything. So it's quite a bit of footage there you can check out if you're looking forward to Preacher coming back. Yeah, this is definitely worth watching if you want to forgot what happened. Because if they, the Saint of Killers in season one, they essentially just threw in two minutes here, five minutes there of his backstory. Uh, one episode in particular covered a bigger chunk of it, but they put little snippets of his backstory mixed throughout without any sort of framing point or any, any sort of reference point to anything about it. Um, but this puts it all together and you can see it all in one 32 minute chunk. Uh, so I'm sure the Saint of Killers will have a big role in season two. And so, it's, yeah, it's cool to release it like this, I guess, so you can watch it in a row and not have to jump back and forth and try to remember what he did last yeah alright well that's all we've got for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook and DCDailyDrop.com drop by tomorrow for more DC news